0: We would like to welcome you to our weekly broadcast of Harvest Worship Center's Sunday morning celebration service. We hope and pray that you will receive something from the Lord today, and we ask you to stay tuned at the end of the message for more information concerning our church. Again, thank you for joining us today.
1: thankful for what he's done. Look at somebody in uh, this this morning and just say, hey, I'm thankful for you, and if I'm really not, I'll pray about it later. So anyhow, I'm thankful for you today. Um, I want to talk to you about five ways to develop an attitude of gratitude. Look at somebody and say, I need an attitude of gratitude. I, I'm running into all the time people who, who just, this eludes them, they, they can't seem to find anything to be positive about. They can't seem to find anything good in life. And, and a lot of times it's because they are flooding their hearts with all the negative things and they are thinking about what they don't have instead of what they do have. We are a very, very blessed people. We have been blessed beyond measure. And you may not have everything that you desire, but you still live and are blessed to live in one of the greatest nations of plenty on the face of the earth. Did you know that? This nation does not go wanting. It may have some people that have needs. I'm not discrediting that, but I'm saying on a world scale, we are a very wealthy and very uh, uh, blessed nation. We still have a lot. To a, a, a lot to be thankful for, and a lot to to praise God for. And so, I want to talk to you today about about an attitude of gratitude, what it means to develop that in our life. What it what, and it, it's not just a a thanksgiving message. I want to give you today. But this also ties into what it means to have a servant's heart. A servant is one who is has a a, a grateful heart or a thankful heart. A, a true servant of God doesn't cease to miss those opportunities. Our anchor verses are found in Psalms 9, verses 1 1- to through two, which just simply says, "I will give thanks to the Lord with my whole heart. I will I will recount all the wonderful all your wonderful deeds. I will be glad and exalt in you. I will sing praises in, uh, to your name, O Most High." Uh, uh, the psalmist was saying simply, "I'm going to praise God not with just my voice, but with my whole heart." And in the Jewish culture, that meant everything I got, everything in me, all of me. I I am going to praise the Lord. That's why later on the psalmist would write, let everything that hath breath praise the Lord, praise you the Lord, praise you the Lord. I wonder this morning if you got breath in your body, if you can praise God a little bit more this morning. Are you thankful for what he has done in your life? Amen. Someone with an attitude of gratitude appreciates everything in life. They are grateful for their relationships, their husband, their wife, their children, their friendships, and they're grateful for their relationship with God most of all. They're grateful for their health. They're grateful for their jobs, whether it might be the, the, a job you don't really like. Guess what? You, you can be grateful because God has given you a way to provide and to take care of the needs of your household. Uh, they, a person with a true attitude of gratitude Uh, uh, They're grateful for their sense of well-being. They're grateful for their forever family. Amen? They're grateful for church. They're grateful for for the relationships that it brings. Having an attitude of gratitude is important because it shifts our focus uh, from ourselves to to accepting, uh, uh, to appreciating others, but most of all, appreciating what God has done in our lives. In other words, if you and I want to really see the blessings of the Lord, uh, multiple applied in our life, we need to be thankful for all that he has done. An attitude of gratitude means making a conscious habit of expressing thankfulness and appreciation for every part of your life. In other words, I am thankful for all the good things. Anybody thankful for the good things in their life? Amen. You wave at me a little bit. I'm thankful for the good things, but guess what? I am also thankful for the valleys. I'm thankful for the difficulties. I'm thankful that it is through those moments that I truly have grown without difficult things you wouldn't grow without any trials you wouldn't grow without any opposition you wouldn't know about victory if you don't have opposition you don't find victory amen amen you won't find victory if everything was always victory you would never appreciate that you were walking in victory you would take it for granted but it is because of those times when I walk through difficulties that I am thankful. Also, that God is with me. Having an attitude of gratitude means that you operate from a place of abundance rather than a place of scarcity. In other words, I am. a I, I don't. It's not abundance in my bank account that I'm talking about today. I'm talking about the abundant life that Christ offers each and every one of us. In other words, He I said, "I came to offer you life, and it more abundantly. I want you to live life." to its fullest we only get about 80 plus years 70 to 80 plus years on this earth and guess what what are we making the most of that are we living that life with gratitude are we living that life with regrets amen I don't want to live my life from scarcity I want to live my life from abundance amen in other words when you've got a full tank of gas you don't worry so much about uh, 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 about it amen but what about when the little light comes on amen you begin, and, and you're, you're not too close to a gas station. Now, if you're me, you just keep on trucking and trust God. If you're my wife, if it gets to a quarter of a time, if the light comes on, her, her blood pressure goes up and her pulse rate begins to climb. And she looks at me and says, you need gas. And I'm like, oh, no, we good. We good, we good. Amen. And she's been telling me now, uh, going, fixing to be, uh, wow. We've been married a while. What, 27 years coming up this? 26 years. Yeah, that's right. 25 was last year. Feels like a life sentence. I'm just kidding. Because it is, by the way. It is. 26 years this December. And uh, I want to tell you something. She's still waiting for me to run out of gas. She's still waiting. And and when I do, I'll never live it down. But she's still waiting on me. Well, she says one of these days it's going to happen. If you ever see me on the side of the road, do not stop. I'm just meditating and praying. Y'all tell on me. I know you will. Amen. In other words, we don't worry when we have a full tank. We worry when the tank is low. And you realize in our spiritual walks, when the tank is low is when we, we get worried. But when we live in the abundance of the Lord... When we live with a full spiritual tank. Some of us, are, in other words, if if the only time that you feel full in your spiritual walk is when you're at church, you're in trouble. Because I'm going to tell you something, this life will drain your tank. It will drain your tank through the week. And if you just if you're living from, some of us, we only come one service a week. So if we're just doing that once a week and we crawl in here from Sunday to Sunday, how are we surviving? Barely. But I'm going to tell you, it is something about the abundance of the Lord when we begin to fill our lives, not just with coming to church. Because you can come to church and still leave empty. You can come to church and have an empty tank. I'm talking about when I allow the praise of God to fill my life and I begin to have an attitude of gratitude, it will change my perspective on things. Amen? you got to look at things differently when you have a true attitude of gratitude. Uh, When you develop this attitude, uh, you're a happier and more positive person. Gratitude increases your compassion and your self-care. It also makes you grateful for the, the, the people and the things that matter most in your life. It produces praise in your heart to God. Amen. When you truly begin to thank God for all that he's done, it will break into, oh, God, I just praise you for what you have done. I just praise you for the goodness of the Lord. I praise you for my wife. I praise you for my children. I praise you for my family. I praise you for my job. I thank you, God, for everything. It breaks into praise. Amen. And I'm going to tell you, when you create that atmosphere of praise, you create an atmosphere for God to come into. It produces praise in our lives to the Lord. It produces, and this is, a, this is one that I, I, I highlighted in my notes, it produces peace in our hearts that the world cannot offer. An attitude of gratitude will produce peace in our hearts. And I'm going to tell you right now, there are people in this room right now that need peace. You need peace. You are just, you're you're reckless in your heart, you're disturbed in your heart, you you go to bed at night, and you you, you don't sleep well, and I'm telling you, there is something amazing about the peace that passes all understanding when we have an attitude of gratitude, and we begin to praise God, it produces peace in our lives. And I'm going to tell you now, how many of you will want more peace in your life? I, I look and and I see turmoil and, and carnage everywhere. More peace is what I'm after. I want the Lord to get, the older I get, the more I want peace. Now, when I was younger, I'd scrap with you. Now I'm going to talk to you and say, you know what? I ain't going to do that. I ain't going to do that. I'm going to pray for you. And I might pray the Elijah prayer. God, let the bears come out and eat them. I ain't got time for this. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I wouldn't do that. I wouldn't do that. Maybe. Anyhow. It produces peace. Today, I want to share with you the importance of five ways to develop an attitude of gratitude, five ways for you to find that peace. Why? Being grateful is important. Gratitude shifts your mindset. Gratitude is, is a thankful appreciation for what you have, not what you don't have. There's too many people looking at what they don't have, and they're not thankful for what they have. When you express gratitude, you feel more positive, and, and your life lives out. And I know y'all hate this word, some of y'all, but I love it you live a life more intentional. You live a life on purpose. You're not just making it through life. You're not just stumbling through life. You live more intentionally with your life. When you live a lifestyle of gratitude, it produces the presence of God. You can't be proud and have gratitude. I've never seen a proud person, a, a prideful person. I'm not talking about it's good to be proud of some things, but I'm talking about people who are eat up with pride, they have very little gratitude. They're not grateful for anything. In other words, uh, gratitude produces humility in our hearts. Humility, the Bible says, helps us to see God. Amen. Uh, Humility produces the presence of God in our life. Developing an attitude of gratitude requires a mindset shift to make in our daily habits to be grateful and thankful for everything in life and appreciate life. Gratitude is important because what you appreciate grows and increases in value. Amen? When I truly begin to be grateful for what I have, it it produces a a, a greater value on what I have. In other words, there are things in my life that you may look at and not put much value on. Okay, I got a I got an old pocket knife. It's not a, a name brand knife. It ain't. It's nothing special at all to anybody else. If they were to steal it and try to pawn it, they the pawn shop would look at them and say, "Hey, I'll pay you to keep it." Okay because it's got little value on it. But my dad gave me that knife when I was a little boy, and it is priceless to me. And so the more I'm thankful, the more value I place on something. In other words, it's valuable and priceless to me, but worthless to you. Look, people can look at your life, and they can say, loser. They can say, that's not valuable. They can say, that falls short. But I'm going to tell you, the more thankful I am towards God for the things that he has blessed me with, the more priceless they become in my life. more priceless they are amen amen developing this attitude of gratitude makes you appreciate all things in your life when you practice gratitude your relationships your work your health your mindset becomes more important to you in other words you're more careful to guard the things that are important in your life when you're thankful for them Most important, your relationship with God flows freely and you stay connected to the Holy Spirit. I don't know about you, but I want to stay connected to the Holy Spirit. I don't want to be connected when I'm at church and that be the end of it. I want to walk with Him every day and stay connected to Him every single day in my life. How about you? I want to feel that connection when I'm walking in the store or when I'm driving down the road. I want to know that connection to the Holy Spirit. Amen? I don't like to be disconnected from Him. Being grateful improves your self-confidence, your self-esteem, and enhances your enjoyment of the present moment. Some of us are so busy looking to the future moments, we forget to enjoy the journey. We forget to be grateful for the present in our life. Be grateful for the here and the right now in your life. Guess what? Look at somebody and say, aren't you blessed to be sitting by me? And then look at him and say, aren't you thankful to be sitting next to me? It's such a blessing to your life. What are you saying? Look, some of us, if we're not careful, we'll miss what the Lord's saying because we're looking to what waits on us uh, 30 minutes from now we'll be so ready to jump into what next week has and i got to get this done for thanksgiving and i got thanksgiving tonight at this house and i got this at this place and i got this at that place and we'll be so busy trying to to get thanksgiving done we'll forget to be thankful amen be thankful for the moment last last uh last uh Sunday night we had our Thanksgiving uh, celebration here, and we didn't do a traditional meal. We did we did uh, finger foods, and uh, honestly, was wanting somebody to bring popcorn, jelly beans, and you know, and let's do a, a peanuts Thanksgiving. Amen. If you don't know what that is, this younger generation, if you have ne- if you don't know that, then I, there's time for you to repent and go to heaven. <laughs> you need to watch Charlie Brown Thanksgiving. Amen. What do you say? Be thankful for what is there. You know what? We had a bunch of, but I walked through the, I heard laughter, I heard conversations, I heard connection, I heard thanksgiving. I was thankful for my forever family. Anybody else? As we connected with each other last week, amen? Didn't have to have a big old turkey drum stick in your hand to connect, you was connecting. Some of y'all, you connecting with calories is all you're worried about, no. Connect with the, with each other this thanks. Be thankful. Don't miss those moments. Be thankful for the present, amen, in your life. You change your mindset. Being grateful will produce that. What is a, a, an attitude of gratitude? It is the attitude that means that I am consciously looking towards God to do positive things in my life. When you have an attitude of gratitude, you focus on expanding the positive in your life rather than dwelling on the negatives. Everybody's going to have negative stuff. Amen? Everybody's going to have negative moments. Um, I was privileged to get away a couple of days. and I, I did my fall sabbatical. And so I, I I literally went, when I say I went to a cabin in, in the middle of nowhere, I went to a cabin in the middle of nowhere, and the, the host of the cabin uh, sent me a message because I only stayed a couple of nights, but sent me a message and said, I have bad news, your Wi-Fi is down. I said, praise the Lord, that's great. That's great because I, I there was no TV available there was no when I say cabin buddy I mean cabin. And I, I and my, my my Red Hot Smoking wife found that for me. Amen. She did and she and and, and we had agreed that I was going to start taking sabbaticals twice a year and we were pushing on in and I was getting busy with everything going on and so she 2 weeks ago said you you got to do this and you got to do it in the next 2 weeks or you won't get it done this year you got to do it. And so I was like, yeah, I know I need to do that. And she found the place, and she was was all over me. And I'm thankful for a wife that knows I have to have that time to connect with my God because I'm going to tell you something. I'm going to be a better husband. I'm going to be a better father, and I'm going to be a much better pastor to you when I spend time alone with God, time alone with God. And I'm going to just tell you, I'm coming off a God trip today. I'm coming off a time with the Lord today, and I'm going to tell you something. I am thankful for those opportunities. Why? Because I want to share something. This is what this is coming from. When I say God wants you to dwell more on the positive in your life than the negatives that the enemy may throw your way, and it's not always the enemy, sometimes, sometimes, it's just life. Sometimes we blame the devil for everything. You ever met somebody that blamed the devil for everything? I'm related to one. He's called my father. I love dad. But if we got out on the lake and he tried to get the boat motor to start, and, and I'm not talking about turn the key. I'm talking about pull, pull the boat motor. He, and, and, and it wouldn't start. He'd start rebuking the devil. Devil just don't want me to enjoy any time at all. He just don't want me to die. Old devil, and he's just rebuking the devil, pulling them. And the fact is, a few years later, I came back from college, and he said, hey, you want to go fishing? And I was like, oh, yeah, sure. And we got in the boat. He reached over, started it with the first pull. We went, now, I'm, I'm just not kidding. And we went across Lake Altoona. We went fishing. He, start, he started again, came right back across the lake, and, and he had this little sheepish grin on his face. And I said, all right, what what'd you do? I said, because that motor ain't never run that good. It's, and, and I've fished in this boat since I was five years old. You know what he told me? He said, I finally read the instructions. <laughs> I said, so it wasn't the devil all those years? He goes, probably not, just good old Bob. <laughs> Bob being a man, thinking he didn't need to read them. What are you saying? Sometimes we dwell so much on the negative, we miss the blessing of the moment. Don't miss the blessing of the moments in your life. Don't let them slip by. Don't take a take a, a photograph of that moment, Derry. Take a photograph of it, Toby. Why? Because that wasn't just that wasn't a performance. That was you worshiping together as father and son. Take a mental photograph of that and recall it all the days of your life. Why? Because hopefully you'll do it again many other times. But there is something special when we take those moments and we realize, hey. This may not happen again. This may not happen again. I may not get to celebrate Thanksgiving with this particular group of people again. Celebrate those moments. Don't dwell on the negative. Think on the positive things in life. You say, this is just a feel-good message. You You better believe it. You better believe it. I'll get on your case next week. Don't worry. It's coming. Amen. But we must find ourselves with an attitude of gratitude. Here are the five ways. You ready? If you take notes, I encourage you to do so. Appreciate everything. Appreciate everything. 1 Thessalonians 5.18 says, Give thanks in all circumstances, for this is the will of God in Christ Jesus for you. Paul said, don't just be thankful on the good stuff. Be thankful in all circumstances, whatever you find yourself positioned in, wherever you find yourself. I was driving up to the top, uh, to the Fort Mountain to a trailhead to do a hike and uh, I was sitting there. It was just beautiful, buddy. The sun was breaking. I went to a little overlook and parked my truck, got on the tailgate, had my Bible reading it, was journaling. All of a sudden, a carload of college uh, teenagers pulled up and they were making a bunch of girls, making the most racket and noise i ever heard i'm like god and finally one of them looked at me and said hey mister will you take our picture so i put my bible down and i put my journal down and i walked over and i said where are y'all from and they said we're from chicago I said, well, what in the world are you doing in Chatsworth, Georgia? They said, we just picked a place on the map, and we wanted to see some of the country. And so they they said, what in the world are you doing in Chatsworth, Georgia? I said, well, I'm actually on a sabbatical. And one of the girls, I didn't ask, but I bet you she was a pastor's kid. She said, oh, well, we're going to leave you alone after the picture because I know what that is. And they turned around and walked off. And they still made a lot of noise. And so me and Jesus moved on up the hill. But I begin to think about, I could let that upset me. I could let that, Lord, this is my th- But you know what? Every invasion that we see can be a positive thing in our lives. That God is, is, guess what? God is doing some things in our life that we don't, sometimes it comes in a negative package. Sometimes it dresses itself up as something, you know, I've had God close doors that I didn't understand why he was closing anybody, but then all of a sudden I look and God has opened a greater door for me. He's opened a path through me that I never dreamed I would walk down. I can remember years ago God doing those things in my life and still doing those things in my life. God will close opportunity. That's why I I had God take some really uh, uh, negative people out of my life. Amen. Amen. I was, I was dating a girl that was going to go nowhere, and I didn't know he had Tina waiting on me. And when the Lord shut that door, guess what? There was some years I spent by myself, but when God opened the door he wanted, I'm so thankful I waited on him. But I could have got bitter. I could have got angry. I could have got upset. But I, begin, I almost missed my opportunity. Don't amen that. She usually does. I almost missed my opportunity. Why? Because I was so in a good place with God that I didn't want to go down any negative road again and dead-end road again. I said, God, I don't know. Should I break the date? I'm glad I didn't because I don't think she gives second chances. Amen. That's for the single people in the house. All the single people? Okay, I ain't going to sing that. We must cultivate this attitude and look for, for things to appreciate every day. Find something to be thankful for every day. Find something to be thankful for. Find something that will, 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 will encourage you. Develop this attitude of gratitude. In other words, you have to develop an active gratitude, and it is different from a reactive gratitude. Now, I'm going to give you a little lesson here. A lot of us, our, our, our gratitude is, is reactive. Something good happens, we're grateful. Something A blessing happens, we're grateful. It's easy to react. Come on. And be grateful, and, and and have a good attitude when things are going my way. You you know you get in the, as a matter of fact, you, you, you get in the car and you you know you crank it up and your favorite song comes on. And for those of you that drink, co- you know a, a concoction of coffee, not black, and you got the cream to the sugar to the whatever you drink mixed. At the perfect ratio, anybody, come on. And you're like, man, this is going to be an awesome day. And all of a sudden you put it in reverse and you blah, 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 blah. blah. You got a flat tire. Our reaction changes to not of gratitude. Not of this is going to be a great day of oh great, oh great. And I've even heard people take it this far. Why would God allow that to happen? Why would God allow that to happen? With reactive gratitude you wait for something to happen before you express your appreciation and praise and thanksgiving. With active gratitude you consciously begin to offer praise in every circumstance no matter what it is. Expressing gratitude becomes a choice, not something that you would not something that you just react to good things with. When you express gratitude daily, the things and the people you appreciate grow in value and you will start to see more things to be grateful for, which makes you happier and more content and realizing that God is with you. By appreciating everything, you will have far more gratitude in your life that increases as a pos- in positivity and happiness and joy in your life. Being a positive, grateful person attracts people to you, but it also attracts people to the God that you serve. In other words, what are you advertising? And I'm telling you, and you've heard me teach this for years, some of you, but I meet some Christians who are the most miserable people on the planet. The most negative people on the planet. And I'm like, you know what? Um, There is some good things. I don't see anything good going on. All I see is, you know what? They've got this going on in politics. This is going on in my job. And this is going on. I don't see anything. And you can have a church packed, and they'll focus on the one empty seat. (laughs) You know, we had a good crowd. Yeah, but I counted five seats empty. (laughs) You know, (laughs) That just constantly looking and picking at the things that are negative in their life. And I'm going to tell you something, you're going to miss what God has for you because being a positive and grateful person attracts people to the gospel. And I'm telling you, the greatest evangelist that will ever preach is the ones that I'm talking to out here because in your everyday life, you are advertising whether you serve a great God or whether you just kind of exist. Amen. I serve a great God. Number two, express gratitude when? Every day. Look at somebody say every day. Psalms 92 verses 1 and 2 says, It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name almost high, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night. He says, It's good to give thanks to the Lord because he's with me 24-7. He is with me every moment of every day. He's with me through the good. He's with me through the bad. He's with me through the ugly. He's with me no matter what I'm facing. He's with me when I get a 100 on the test. He's with me when I don't do so hard on the test he's still good And he's worthy to be praised, the psalmist said, every single day. To cultivate an attitude of gratitude is to express gratitude daily in my life, not just on an occasion. In other words, if the only time we are thankful is this Thursday, shame on us because we should be thankful every day of our life. When I get up in the morning I breathe and I should be thankful. You and I have been blessed by God. We are the redeemed. We are the sons and daughters of God. We have much to be thankful for. Developing a gratitude practice a gratitude practice of knowledge. Uh, in other words, what I'm thankful for and appreciate must be an, a daily thing. It will expand the value of the things that I'm grateful for. Increasing gratitude starts with set, uh, setting up your day to be thankful. In other words, that's what the psalmist did. He said what? For this is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it. He was making a definitive statement. He wasn't guessing maybe it'll be a great day. Maybe things will go my way. Maybe my boss won't be so difficult. Maybe I'll do good on my, my assignments. No, he was saying no matter what comes this day, whether it be life or whether it be death, this is the day that the Lord has made. I will be glad and rejoice in it no matter what comes my way. God is still good, church. He's still praiseworthy. He is still worth lifting up in this house today. Mm. Mm. Increasing gratitude starts with setting up your day to be thankful. Example of this is a good gratitude practice is to start each day. I dare you start each day when you wake up and 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 with what are three things I'm the most thankful for as I start my day. And then when you lay down at night, what are the three things? All right. The other night, Peyton's not here, so I'll just have to. Our middle school boys' team is getting killed. In basketball, just absolutely killed, and we got blown out. I mean, <laughs> Thursday night, and so I, I didn't get to do this with him, but I, I've been doing this with him. But he'll get in, and you know, if you play, and you, and most of you have played some kind of sports, and if you're competitive, not winning is not not something you enjoy. It, it's something that that's painful. It's something that's difficult. And I, I remember I was sitting with him. Uh, the other week coming back from a game, and I said, uh, he started to talk to me about what went wrong and what he did wrong, okay? Because we're our own worst critics. That goes for everything. And I said, no, 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 we're not going to do that. I want you to name me five positive things. Paige used to love this lesson. Five positive things you did right. That's what we're going to talk about. What are the five things you did right? He said, well, I boxed out. I rebounded pretty good. I drove the basket, and there was a couple others that he named. And then I said, okay, now I want you to name the three things that you need to improve on. Different perspective. Not the three things you did bad. The three things you need to improve on. Listen to me, church. We're so focused on the things that we're failing at. We we don't look at them as opportunities to grow. We don't look at them as opportunities for God to help me get out of that. In other words, I'm looking saying, well, that's just the way it is. I'm addicted to that, or I'm stuck here, or I've just got that attitude. You just pray for me. That's just the way I am. I've got news for you. Yes, he he saved me just the way I, I was, but he loved me too much to leave me that way. He's still working and changing my life. If I stay the way I was, then I'm still a sinner. He transformed me through His grace. Express gratitude builds a positive habits and forces you to appreciate things. It brings forth praise to God in our lives and points people in the direction of Jesus. Number three, I'm trying to hurry. Amen. You won't get to see me Wednesday, so you'll get over it. Surround yourself with gratitude mindset. Focus people. That's a long one. Surround yourself with people who have gratitude. A gratitude mindset okay? Guess what? A negative spirit will spread faster than a positive attitude. It will. It will. You get a lot of positive people in a room. You let one negative person come. It's like this. You can have the prettiest basket of apples you want, all right? All right? Michael Jackson sung about it, one bad apple. Okay. You take, that, you take a, a, an apple with one little brown spot on it and you put it in the middle of that basket and cover it up. It doesn't take long till every apple in the basket has been affected by that rot. Amen? We have got to get to the place, church, when people bring their stinking thinking to us, we look at them and say, you're not going to dampen my day, my God is still good. You're not going to do that because guess what? My God is still good, and I love you, so let me help you see the good in what God is doing. You just don't understand. Some people, you act like I don't deal with that. Sometimes, you know, if you, in my line of work, you just want to do something very childish. La, 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 you know. Seriously. Anybody else? Come on. Anybody that's ever been in a supervisor position, ever wanted just in the middle of a meeting go, la, 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 la. (laughs) Our working conditions are this, and do you realize our mini-fridge does not keep my water cold? Oh, well, the world's going to collapse over that one. See, I'm different. That's where I look and say, but praise God, we got clean water, don't we? There's a lot of people in the world that don't. I sound like my mother. You eat that. There's kids that would appreciate that. But you know what? I laughed at that when I was a kid, but then I went on a mission trip. And I realized how blessed, abundantly blessed I am. Mm-hmm. Amen. How about some of us? COVID hit, and you couldn't get your beans and taters. <laughs> you couldn't get what you, your favorites. And Anybody remember? Things getting a little short. You know what, though? Did we eat? I think we all did. And we ate well. We may not have had everything we like, but we had food. An attitude of gratitude. Amen. Now, surround yourself with people with a mindset of gratitude. Amen. In other words, people, I'm not talking about these, I'm trying to, I don't know. All they see is rainbows and Skittles. I don't know. And unicorns. I ain't talking about that. I'm talking about people with a grip on reality that realizes God blesses us every single day. 1 Corinthians 15, says, Do not be deceived. Now, when you see this phrase, when you see this phrase, do not be deceived, this is not, there's something big coming that you're saying, you better pay attention because there are people being deceived by it. All right? So look at somebody beside you and say, we better listen. Because Paul said, don't be deceived by this. Let me finish the verse. Bad company ruins good morals. Bad company ruins good morals. You get around people that are negative, negative, negativity. You get around people that are unthankful, you'll find out you're going to be unthankful. Anybody ever have their kid go stay with another kid and come back and they're like demon-possessed? like they're mouthing off and getting all smart mouth and you're like, where is that coming from? I don't know what, you ain't going to their house again, because I know where that's coming from. They may talk to their mama like that, and nobody going to like me in that. They may talk to their parents that way, but then you ain't going to, I'll turn you into dust with love, Amen negative spirit is contagious. Amen. There's been a lot of good kids ruined by hanging out with people with bad morals. Bad company, bad company ruins good morals. Amen. Be careful who you hang with. It does matter. It does matter. Because if you're not careful, you'll compromise things you never planned on compromising. 1 Thessalonians 5, again, we're talking about surrounding ourselves with grateful people. 1 Thessalonians 5, says, Therefore, encourage one another. Let's stop there. Now look at somebody and say, uh-oh, Paul says to encourage yourself. Encourage one another and build one another up just as you are doing. In other words, he's saying keep building each other up, not tearing each other down. Keep lifting one another up. In other words, you look at somebody right now and look at them and say, you look pretty good today. Come on. All right, that might produce something. Now look at them and say, you really look good today. Doesn't it make them feel good? That make you feel good? I see y'all smile. Some of y'all ain't smiled the whole service. But you like being told you look good. If, if if you married, if you ain't married, you can't say this one. Look at your wife and say, "You look awful sexy today." She smiled, didn't she? I saw a meme uh, uh, the other day, and it was a guy. He said he he did he got his he, he did this on purpose. Got his wife mad, and he says while she's arguing at me, he left his socks out. And she knew he knew she couldn't stand that. It was her pet peeve. She is just going off about how he needs to pick his stuff up and, and he you know, he's worse than the kids and he and he says, Watch me, I'm gonna kiss her in the middle of the argument. So he walks up to her and she's just a jawing away and he kisses her and she stops. She's like just, just in shock. And then she keeps on fussing and he kisses her again and she just stops. And she says, what you need to and he kisses her another time and she stops. She says, "Why are you doing that?" He says, "Because I love you." And the funny part was, is she looked at him and she smiled. She says, "Well, just pick your socks up next time." <laughs> A positive reaction. Come on, folks, can change some things in our life. Are we feeding the negative in our own life? Or are we cultivating and building one another up the way that we should? To develop this, we must keep on looking for the good things. You'll feel happier. You'll be more positive and more energized. And guess what? When you come to the house of the Lord, your heart will be filled with thanksgiving and praise and create an environment that the Spirit of God can do mighty work in. I want to see the mighty work of God. And it comes through cultivating an attitude or a spirit of, of, of thanksgiving, which comes by finding people who are grateful and appreciative and spending more time with them. Number four, take ownership of your present. Amen? I, I, you've heard me use the phrase, you got to own your past or it will own you. And that is true. If you don't own your past, it will own you. Amen? Um, I'll, I'll never forget, uh, he's not here, but Steve was speaking at our men's meeting, and he looked at me when I asked him, and he said, "He said, well, you know, everybody, he said, I, I'm a little troubled, he said, because I feel like I need to do it, but everybody's seen me. He said, you know, I was like the poster boy for Busted Magazine. Got a, got a DUI. I said, then own it because that's not who you are now. But guess what? If you don't own it, it'll own you. And so, guess what? He started off with that very phrase. Some of y'all saw my photo shoot and busted. From that point on, guess what? It had no power over his life anymore. There was nobody to say, how dare you get up and speak? You know what you've done? Guess what? If people had done that, none of the apostles would have been able to write anything or say anything or do anything because every one of them had fallen short. Every one of them had denied his name. Every one of them had ran and hid when it mattered the most. But it is not who I was, it is who I am. But yes, who I was has helped make me who I am. For I am a story of the glorious grace of who God is and how he changes a life. Amen. So own it. You've heard me say that. But guess what? You also need to own your present. Philippians 4, verses 4 through 7 says, Rejoice in the Lord always. He wrote this in prison, by the way. Rejoice in the Lord always, and again, I will say rejoice. Let your reasonableness be known to everyone. In other words, tell everybody about it. The Lord is at hand. Do not be anxious about anything. Oh. Well, you just don't know my anxiety. Well, I know God said not to have it. Do not be anxious for anything. Look at somebody and say, quit being so anxious. But in everything, here's the key how you're not anxious, by the way. Everything by prayer and supplication, all right? Prayer means simply that, pray and talking to God. He says, if you don't want to be anxious, pray. He said, then supplication, which means placing yourself, realizing that, that I am in the throne room of God. And then he adds one more thing. With thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and mind and your minds in Christ Jesus. Paul said to develop an attitude of gratitude starts with appreciating and giving thanks for what you have, being happy about what you have achieved, and giving thanks to the people in your life and with life that increases your gratitude. In other words, he's saying, when I begin to look at what I have in the present, how can I be anxious about what I don't have? I'm going to trust God with prayer and thanksgiving, and I'm going to quit worrying about what I can't change. Amen. When you take ownership of the present, you choose to be grateful. You choose to be optimistic and positive and faith and have faith in the present that God is with you in the present and he is with you in the future. But we got, we can't forget that he's there in the present. You choose to have your faith to have faith over fear and you choose to have God's perspective which produces true life purpose. Some of us want to know what our purpose is. Guess what? We've got to quit being anxious about things and start being thankful. When you are grateful for your present situation, you can reframe from how you think about or begin to reframe what you think about and what is important right now. This will help you get a clear picture of your future. You want a clear picture of your future? Get focused on your present. Right. Amen. Yes. Get, get focused on your present. You want to know where you're going to eat lunch? Focus on your hunger and then think it through. You might have a good lunch. When we take ownership of the present, we are focusing on what really matters. We begin to realize that give us this day our daily bread meant that He supplies all that I need on a daily basis. You realize how faithful He has been to you and how thankful you need to be for that. When you express gratitude, feelings of anger, come on, guilt, and self-pity stop. They are replaced by feelings of self-confidence, self-worth, and praises to your God. This builds excitement in a believer. When we feel grateful, we make decisions and communicate more effectively. You want to talk better to people, you want to communicate better, then guess what? Be more grateful. When we also take action to live out our purpose that God wants out of our life, not what we want. Then number five, commit to a gratitude practice in other words Galatians three seventeen says and whatever you do in word or deed do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus give thanks to God the Father through him when you commit to a daily gratitude practice your mindset and thinking will change this will affect your prayer life in a positive way instead of spending most of your time telling God about your troubles you will begin to praise him for who he is and when you begin to praise him for who he is your your troubles will lose and become small in your eyes. When you appreciate the things that matter, you get more insight into what is more important to you. This produces a lifestyle of praise. You're not just simply getting, uh, uh, pra- uh, giving praise, but you are living out your praise through all of your actions and all of your words. In other words, it's not something you just do. It's not getting my praise on. It's realizing I have been clothed in the righteousness of Christ. I have been clothed in the praises of my God and I can give back what I have been given. Praises to Him. Don't forget you're the apple of His eye. Don't forget He spared no expense for your pardon. Don't forget He gave everything for you. Don't forget that he would do it all over again. He loves you. You are his sons. You are his daughters. And we must be committed to a practice of gratitude, a lifestyle of gratitude, which produces a thankful heart, which will also produce praises in our lives that will draw men to Jesus. We need revival in Chattooga County. And I'm here to tell you, a negative church will never see revival. It is only those who are focused on what God is. And I'm going to tell you what God is. God is love, God is mercy, and God is grace. But more than anything, God is good this morning. Amen. God is good. Will you stand? Will you stand? Oh, what he has done for us. Oh, what he has done for you. You have a lot to be thankful for. Now, this morning, you may be standing here and you may say, you know what? I just don't know, Pastor. You just don't know what my life has been filled with. I promise you it's not that I have lost grip on the reality of what life can do. The hurt that can come through life and the hurt that can come through the enemy. I'm very aware of that. And I have experienced that. What I'm trying to tell you is there's a better way of living. And when we surrender our lives to Jesus, number one, that is the first thing we have to do. You say, well, I'm already saved. Great. But are you living a surrendered life? Are you living in a state of surrender? Because guess what? I can be saved and still have a bad attitude. And I'm not talking about towards anybody, just in myself. I found that a negative attitude, an unthankful heart, feeds the depression of the heart and mind. It will. If you battle depression, a negative spirit is easy to slip into. Yes, it is. If you battle those things, if you battle anything like that, guess what? It feeds it. When you always focus on what's bad. Amen? You could walk out and see the most beautiful rainbow and there will be somebody that would look and say, I couldn't really see the red. It wasn't a perfect rainbow. My reply to that is, you didn't draw it. God did. I don't get into a lot of things, but I was was, while I was on my sabbatical, I was coming off the mountain. I was walking down a trail. I just had this overwhelming feeling that God was just saying, don't forget I'm always with you. Don't forget I'm always with you, Phil. I'm always with you. And I had been, I just felt a need to take a picture at that moment of the trail. And and again, I, I, I know there are plays on lights and stuff, but it was just what happened at that moment. I believe God thumps us with reminders. But when I was looking through the pictures, because I was remembering that moment when God was overwhelmingly assuring me He was with me on my little journey. I pulled the picture up and the light had caught the camera just right and it made a rainbow. Which means promise. You say, what a coincidence. Maybe God is into coincidences. Whatever it was, it boosted my faith, not in my Apple iPhone. It boosted my faith in God. It made me more thankful for the presence of God that is with me. If you're here today and you're battling, and I know it's hard because when we give altar calls and we say, if you're battling, we don't want people to think we battle. We don't. And I'm going to tell you, that lack of transparency will keep you hurting. That lack of transparency, you'll carry your burden out this door. You'll carry it with you through this week, and you're just going to keep on hurting. You're going to keep on living a life with no peace. You're going to live a life with unrest because you feel like I've got, I'm at church, so I can't show people my weakness. And I guess that's why I try my best to be as transparent as I can because I want you to realize if I can be transparent, anybody can be transparent. And if I get run off from a church for being transparent, I really don't care because I ain't going to change that because I believe that we have seen too much fake in the household of faith. We need real. And if you are battling this Thanksgiving, because the holidays can be rough for some people. Yes, it can. battling some things you're looking at situations and you're wondering how can I be thankful how can I truly be thankful pastor you just don't know all the list I'm going to ask you to think of one thing today you can give thanks for and if you don't know the Lord or you have known the Lord and you've gotten away from it and you need to renew your commitment to the Lord by the way transparency. That's what I was doing for two days. Renewing my commitment to the Lord. Renewing my place with God. I was saying, Lord, I am not, I I, I recommit my life to you. Why? Because I don't think it's a once and done. I think there's a, 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 that we go through stages that we have to reconfirm our commitment to the Lord. Choose you once a day and once a year or once a lifetime. No, it says, choose you this day who you will serve. Every day it's a decision. So if you need help this Thanksgiving, you need help through these holidays, you need God to touch your life, you want an attitude of gratitude. Maybe you got one right now, but you don't have it all the time. And you're saying, Pastor, I need that in my life. I want you to find a way.
0: We would like to thank you for joining us for our weekly podcast. We pray that you receive something from the Lord today. Please share your prayer requests and testimonies with us by emailing us at tryanhwc@gmail.com. gmail.com. If you would like more information concerning Harvest Worship Center, you can visit our website at tryanhwc.com. We would love for you to visit us in person sometime. Our services are held at 9 a.m. and 11 a.m. every Sunday. Children's worship is during our 11 a.m. service. If you would like to give to the ministries of Harvest Worship Center, you can also do this by clicking the giving tab online. Once again, we would like to thank you for joining us today, and we pray you have a blessed week.